So yeah, you guys will be able to drive over into Touristville. It'll be a little bit of a continued, just general badness compared to where you guys were coming from. Not necessarily the, the little house that you stayed in overnight, if that's what you want to call it, but where you guys used to work. You're going to see a bunch of different colored graffiti all over the place. The people over here look significantly less well put together than what, at the very least, Mary Sue is and Richard minus his hat. But you have the, the GPS coordinates and you can kind of drive into that area. It's Does Mary Sue like continue to stay kind of in her own little world? Does she like clam up? No, she's very much in her own world. She's just silently staring out the window as you guys drive. Kind of shell shock look. I think after after a little while of driving, I think Boss like turns around, looks over his shoulder, and uh, says, uh, "Hey, Mary Sue, you doing all right back there?" I'm fine, Boss. Are you sure? She'll give you a clearly patronizing smile. Yeah, Boss, just fine. Boss right. raises her eyebrows. She kind of looks like she'd like to say something more, but she doesn't really know what to say. So she just nods and looks ahead again. Hey, hey, Bob, you sure this is the place where that where the, where the wreck happened? This neighborhood? Uh, that's what the GPS said, right? I don't know. It seems like it's a broke-ass area. I'm... Yeah, I'm looking around, and I'm thinking that chances of finding much information from cameras is not looking too hot. So imagine you're an elf, okay? You're 19 years old. You're a, uh, you know, you got a new bike. You're going to show it off in the broke-ass part of town. Is this place anywhere in between, you know, a rich area and another rich area? I thought, can I use, like, navigation to check it out? You've lived in Seattle for a couple of years now, right? Yeah. Not like a, some kind of small sandwich between rich areas. So for some reason, she was in this just kind of... Drecky neighborhood type of situation, you know, or rough on the rougher side. Um, question. As a 21 year old female elf, I don't really have to imagine too much. No, this is true. You're only two years past this timeline. And my family isn't rich, but they're upper middle. So, could I take a guess? What would I roll? One hit on club kids doing stupid shit. It's not gonna. But she, she can still attempt to guess, even though. Yeah. So there's any number of things like we kind of talked about earlier where air quotes rich to upper middle class people kind of come to to slum it. She could have been here doing picking up drugs. She could have been here going to some club and or party because, you know, the cops ain't going to come and bust up your your party where you do questionably legal things. So Mary Sue can offer she was maybe buying drugs or maybe she's just trying to gain street cred. Those are both highly plausible. All right. So she'll look to our seat and, and Bob and say, you know, 19-year-old girl on a fancy new bike. Mommy and daddy pays for everything. Buying drugs or, I don't know, trying to look tough on her. My feed. Who knows? It's plausible. If we could find out why she was here, that might give us a lead on who might have known she was here. Maybe had a reason to take the bike. But until until we know that, why don't we just focus on the hard information we can get here. I actually have some ideas. Can you pull up over here? She sort of motions to near where the, the yeah. wreck happened. Go ahead and park it up. Sure. The, the area around where the wreck happened is like a little cluster of stores. Not quite an outdoor mall, but maybe have been before the the area kind of went to hell and became, you know, the barons and that kind of thing. There's a bunch of different businesses in various states of preparing to open up for the day or being opened. 
it's Mary Sue. Um, you might be right, but maybe if she was planning, making some plans, there might be, maybe she posted something on social media or something you might be able to find. Well, isn't that something Val would do? Yeah, well, Val chose not to be here right now. So if you want to call her and ask her to do it, go nuts. It's kind of clear that Boss is a little annoyed, and, like, she's not saying that because she's not, she didn't think that they could call her, but more like, I'm going to make a point to the fact that she didn't want to come out. And then she gets out of the van. I was thinking I could use tracking to try to get a sense of where the bike may have gone after it crashed. Sure. You can go ahead and give that a roll. That's going to take you a couple of minutes because you're going to kind of go over to the area and you're going to look around and it's been, you know, like a, a day or so since any things kind of laying around. And then Yeah, gonna... I mean, I guess it kind of depends on what the crash site looks like. Like if, if she went into a ditch and like there was like clear muddy track marks, that would be one thing. But I'm assuming this is more of like an, a really urban Yeah, this is more area. of like a, an urban area. The immediate area looks kind of like one step above an alleyway, one step below a street. Kind of like in that in-between area. It's full of trash cans. Not quite full-size dumpsters, but some of the smaller things that people just kind of huck piles of trash in. There's a couple of what are probably homeless people, and that might be a drug deal down the street going on. While you go to look around, Richard and Mary Sue, what are you guys up to? Is there a camera overlooking this intersection where the incident occurred? Yeah, there's a. you can see a couple of different cameras out here in the... Uh, in the alleyway. How is it? Is it up high? I couldn't get to it. They're, they're on the corners of buildings. You could probably pull over like one of these metal small dumpsters and kind of stand on it, but you're probably going to make a loud racket dragging this thing across the concrete. Who's who's in the immediate like eye shot of me? Whole bunch of people. Wonderful. There's like a drug addict over there. There's somebody buying drugs. There's a homeless guy. A couple people just seem to be going about their day, maybe to work or. F- to patronize a place. Okay. If I wanted to plug in this camera, would there be a jack on it? Yeah, if you could get up there and get your hands on it, you could do like a quick hardware test. And Val has a good suggestion. Drive the van up to it and climb on top of the van. That would totally work. I'm kind of thinking that. Would it fit back up in there? Uh, you, you, could, you could probably make it fit. Okay. I'm going to pull the van back there and kind of eyeball around. When I get a chance, I'm going to uh, snap a... Uh, uh, did a tap to it real quick. Or I could put my comm link into it. Sure. Just, you know. Mary Sue, are you doing anything in the back of the van here? Or are you just brooding? I'm going to get out of the van. And uh, the business that has the best eye line to where the accident happened. Okay. It is a noodle shop. Mary Sue uh, stands in front of it and um, kind of transforms. That despondent look she had before is now... The old Mary Sue, bright and shiny and smiling, and walks in. There is a little speaker that makes the sound of jingling bells in the air above your head. This is the kind of place that has two tables, but they're really only tables for you to sit at while you're waiting for your takeout to be made. Behind the counter is a an older Japanese man, and you can see back behind him there is a, a heavyset, short Japanese woman that is... Doing something that looks like cooking. Uh, walk up to the counter and get the attention of the Japanese man. Give him a greeting in Japanese. Ask if he speaks English. He had those eyes of like, okay, here he goes. Because when then you speak to him in Japanese, he's like, oh, okay. And then you ask if he speaks English, and he kind of slouches a little bit. And he's like, in broken, eh, English. He's like, some. 
You order? I'll quickly place an order, a couple noodle bowls. Yep, and he will not write it down, but yell it over his shoulder to the wife, and she will kind of curse at him in Japanese, calling him worthless, and then begin to to do things. And he'll just have a big, you know, goofy smile on his face. And then she'll uh, smile and... So I'm I'm here asking about the young woman that had an accident outside your noodle shop a couple days ago. Do you happen to see it? He'll pause for a moment and then look back at his wife and then look back at you. You're not cop. You have you have to tell me if cop. No, no, I'm not a cop. I'm uh, actually I've been hired by the the young woman's family. Find the people that caused the injury to her to bring them to, you know. To pay for what they've done. So not a cop, just private investigator. You'll hear the the woman in the back yell out in Japanese, probably a cop. He'll yell back to her to to shut her her damn mouth. And in my, in Japanese, uh, she will state, on my family's honor, I am not a cop. The old woman will actually kind of turn and through very squinty eyes give you a mmm. And then she'll walk away from, from her cooking. Come over. Like, she's still got the, the knife or whatever she was cutting in her hand, and she'll come over and she'll be sitting there, like, give you the, the stink eye. Meanwhile, out back, Richard is three point turning this van in, a, in an area that's far too small for this properly. And does this happen to be outside the, the noodle shop, or are you messing with the camera outside somewhere else? Well, I mean, wherever the cross from the camera is, wherever the cross from the camera, I'm just back into an alley that's, you know, beside it. Sure. And then are you just climbing up and messing with the camera? Yeah, I'm just going to plug a, uh, like, I have an edit app, and I don't know if that yeah. would be the appropriate no, thing. But that'll think, that'll do it. So Valerie suddenly has access to this, this camera. All right, Val, you're in. You're messing with the camera for a while, and it won't take you that long because you have the exact time. What you see will be really quick in the cameras, and it'll be a bunch of people kind of going about their business in the, the later afternoon. You know, people throwing out trash drug deal down the corner, that kind of thing. And then you're going to see a headlight come careening around the corner, followed by a pink blur, and then two more headlights kind of come up behind it, followed with a like a neon acid green and a, and a black blur. Taking the corner the wrong way, you will see the, the pink bike go to the ground, and the rider will will stay on the ground as the all three bikes kind of continue around in the same direction, like they take a corner around one of the other buildings and keep going. Boss, you're going to be able to find a couple of different things. You have the exact location of where the accident happened. You're going to find some paint transfer on the, on the ground, on the corner of the wall, where the bike kind of slid and spun, where, as we saw in the video, the gross hot pink motorcycle helmet kind of collided with the wall. And you're going to find a couple little pieces of the, the like, plexiglass or whatever it is that they use for the, the visor shields on motorcycles. Right. You will also find a couple of skid marks, which kind of point you in the same direction. Some of the, like, metal trash cans in the area are dented up, but they've been since rewrited and are standing back up. You will see some blood on the ground. Not, like, a crazy amount, but definitely an injury happened here. And then perhaps the most interesting thing you're going to find are a couple of shell casings. Shell casings. Yes. Um, I like, would wreck. It's only like three of them. They appear to be from a 
and Ares Predator 5. All right. Boss Boss picks up the shell casings and kind of like turns them over in her hand and pockets them. So is there any evidence of like of foot of foot traffic that may have gone to the to the site? I mean obviously the dock wagon people came to get her, but I'm interested in in foot traffic and I'm interested in any other vehicles that may have appeared like she's expecting to see like dock wagon tracks, but if someone came to get the bike, they must have came in some kind of a vehicle to pick it up. It's kind of weird. So there was a lot of people that were mobile in this area. You know, there was an accident dock at the very least, a handful of dock wagon people came and got her out of here. And there would have been other people involved somewhere along the line. One interesting thing that you notice is a lot of the really light trash, you know, wrappers for things and that kind of stuff, all seem to be blown away in the area right around where the actual accident happened, where presumably her body was. Blown away. Yes. The garbage is there, it's just in a different spot? It's just all pushed as far away from the, the alleyway as you could get. Huh. I'm trying to think if I could make some kind of roll to figure out why that might... What would, what would cause that? We can we can shift the camera back a little bit to the footage that Valerie is scrolling, and presumably Richard are scrolling back and through. And you will see a couple of minutes after the accident, you'll see a couple of people come over and just kind of like push at her, but they don't really seem to do anything. And the, like a small crowd starts to form, and then you're going to see a couple of ropes enter the screen, and a couple of dudes are going to come down, and they're wearing dock wagging uniforms. This doesn't have any sound on it, but you will see the one guy fire a gun into the air, and everybody else is going to kind of disperse, and they will start doing medical stuff inside. Mary Sue, the the elderly woman, is, she's not speaking English, she's speaking only Japanese, and tells you a more or less the same thing that is going on that her ungrateful son was out and saw and tells her that this is what happened. But she specifically calls out to the fact that it was the ancients were involved. Okay. That they enjoy running their damn bikes up and down the area, just kind of not paying attention to the people that are more or less minding their own business. And actually, like, she kind of complains about them just as one would. They're a gang. They're annoying. They make a lot of noise. But nobody's going to be able to, able to do anything about them. They come through here doing races all the time. As she kind of continues on her her rant, the husband has gone back and has started kind of just like keeping the food from burning. Between you guys as a as a trio, also Valerie, I guess, kind of questions would you like to ask for clarification? Is it clear that the um, the bikers were did they like run her off the road kind of thing or did it was the three bikes? And she was ahead of them, and the other two were following. And after she was dumped off, she her bike kept going. Bike didn't crash, it just kept going. Destabilized for a minute, threw her off, and then kind of kept going. Okay. Oh, so it's, it was automated. So it was going to wherever she was going. Is that accurate? Like, it just got back on the road and kept going? That oh is a God. thing that Sixth World Vehicles could do. Yeah, I just wasn't expecting it from a motorcycle. <laughs> but yeah, that makes sense. Granted, uh, to travel at the speeds that they were traveling would take some pretty sophisticated, either just personal piloting skills for when she was driving it, or some internal, specifically pilot upgrades and or auto softs, 
to be able to drive at speed in these tight areas without having long since crashed before anything got got crazy. So in order to find out where the bike is, we kind of need to find out where she was going. Well, the, our bike was followed by the two acid green and black mm-hmm. clad bikers, correct? Yeah. And the older noodle shop lady referred to them as the ancients. The ancients, yeah. It's possible they took it. Yeah. I, I, I would think they were the last ones to see it. They would be the ones I would go talk to next. On the acid green and black bikes, is there any kind of identifying marks, license plates, or anything like that that I'm able to get off the footage? Yeah, you can get some information off there. Uh, they definitely have the Ancients logo on them. The people on the backs are wearing like biker jackets and very stylized helmets. That, you, Unless people are making the exact same helmets, you would be able to identify these people by their helmets at a later date. There are license plates on them or some kind of digital identifying markers that you could use as license plates. And their jackets do have the, what you will soon come to learn is the circle with the anarchy symbol for the ancients. What would the team like to do? Well, I mean, there's, it sounds like there's two possibilities. Either it went, it continued on to wherever it was going, to whatever its destination was, and stopped there. It might still be there. It's possible. It honestly could just be on the side of the road, too. Richard has a bunch of fly spies. He can kind of just launch them and and go down the last known direction, but okay, he won't he won't find it. Just kind of hanging out. Kind of have two. We we can either talk to the to the girl in the hospital and find out where it was she was going, and that would be one way to figure out where the bike was supposed to be, right? Or we could go straight to the ancients and just see if we can find the bike there. With let me trouble. let me add a third thing because you did get a bunch of hits on the the editing thing. You will have information on who the, like, which dock wagon team this was that came in and extracted her, for the lack of a better term. So is there another camera that's further down the street that will show where the thing skidded? Yeah, if you guys want to mess with cameras for a while, you can kind of hopscotch for a little bit. If it went for quite a distance, we might not, it might take a long time to get to the point where something interesting happens. I mean, I mean how far could the bike have gone? I mean, it didn't like, it's not like it skidded two miles. So, I mean, I mean, we could just oh, ask somebody. It wasn't he like could, a skid. It was like it was kept driving. It was auto driving. Right. That's the issue. So it could have driven anywhere. Whatever she had in the GPS, whatever they have, it is gonna it's gonna take it to wherever it was going. That's why I said you gotta find out where she was going. And it may just go there and park. It may still be there. You never know. Do you guys want to go visit her? Maybe. Why would gangers? Just let the bike go. Why wouldn't they steal it? They might have, but they may not have been interested in, like, a hot pink bike either. Surely her family would have access to know where it was going and would have checked that out. But they've hired Scrapper to hire us to find it. So they didn't exactly hire Scrapper. Scrapper heard that his, his friend, who did a lot of the customization work, that the bike had gone missing. So it's like a a word on the street thing, not... Hey, I need you to find five people who don't know what they're doing to go find this motorcycle. Okay. Do we want to go talk with Catherine? I mean, maybe you, Barry Sue, can go in there and, I don't know, grab a, grab some nurse scrubs or a, one of those coats or something and ask her what's up. Give her a phone, I mean, just maybe just give her a phone call. You know, I'm sure she maybe, well, she might want to help us. Uh, this is up to you, Mary Sue, but mm. it might be best if you go in there by yourself. 
uh, you're going to attract a lot less attention than the three of us. But it's up to you. We can go in with you if you want. No, I can go in and talk to her. Oh, here's some noodles. So you got two things of noodles? Are you just going to give them to both Mm -hmm. of them? Aw. Yes. Boss looks looks a little surprised, but she sort of says a quiet, kind of awkward, like, thank you. Thanks, Mary. Oh, if you if you see her, maybe bring up the drugs. I mean, if you find some proof in a medical chart, that'd be great. But even if not, maybe go for a bluff. I don't know. She may cough something up, and you know that might be a leverage point. Boss is in the front seat, and they've already kind of finished up eating, and she's just sort of left her empty bowl of of noodles on the dashboard. Mary Sue's in the just sitting in the back of the van, just waiting to see where we go to next. Archie's going to be fishing with noodles. Uh, so, uh, what do you guys want to do next? Want to go talk to the girl? Want to go make some calls, investigate these uh, ancient dudes, dudettes, whatever? We don't know for sure that the ancients even have the bike. I mean, it seems like a big risk to go mess around with them until we know for sure that they've got it, right? Maybe we should uh, play it safe for now. We have lots of time. So, boss, where do we go now? The hospital? The dock wagon hospital? Well, if if you're going to the hospital by yourself, we might be able to split up and try and cover a couple of different paths at the same time. Are you comfortable with that? Yeah, I can go do that. RC, why don't you take us to the hospital? We can get started on this. All right, sounds good. Put the needle bowl down and crank it up. We'll drive to the hospital. Sounds cool. What do you think it's going to be? We're taking bets. She's involved with drugs, involved with some ancient dudes, got a boyfriend, or you just think she just drove by and wanted to you know, hot paint, black, three paint, green and black, whatever the hell. Well, I doubt she was down here just having a nice ride, so there's got to be some reason. Yeah, I'm going with drugs. You know, rich young chick on a pink bike, going to a bad part of town. Feels like drugs. Maybe she couldn't pay him, they took her bike. As a side note, during your drive out of this area, you could totally see somebody that is obviously selling drugs. If you wanted some, just saying. I think we can probably skip on that. I don't know if Boss is at a point in her life where she's like, you know what would make this shitty situation even better? Getting really stoned. Hey, what if we talk to this, drug, this guy with the drugs? He might, if we, we, we could, you know, ask him, like, hey, dude, did you sell drugs to this person? Like, show him a picture and, you know. Maybe he saw something. Maybe he saw where the bike went. Those drug dealers on the side of the road are really happy to answer random questions about clients, right? Well, we may cough him up some money or something. I mean, hell, he's probably on drugs. He's probably super wired and nothing to do but steer cars all day. He may oh be my, great. Oh, my God. RC, just pull over, and I'll go talk to him. I'll pull over. Pull this thing over. So, yeah, Mary Sue will hop out and walk up to the drug dealer. Boss keeps a close eye in the rear view mirror. Let's make him a dwarf. Looks like early 20s. Looks like he hasn't been really in a situation to care about his appearance. To Mary Sue's trained, like, corporate fashion, he's wearing a pretty ridiculous hat. Some jewelry that you can tell is almost assuredly fake, or else why would somebody have not stolen it from him in this situation? And a coat that is just down to, like, the soles of his shoes, so that the coat's not actually dragging on the ground. But that's about how long it is compared to the rest of his body. And he sees you approaching and shoes somebody that actually looks worse than him away, as he's like, Hey, uh, nice weather we're having. Uh, Mary Sue just smiles because, yeah, um, you know, but looking for something to maybe make my day a little better. Oh, and he's going to look kind of back where you came from. You can see him doing some mental arithmetic in his head because, you know, 
nice people don't just wander over and try to buy drugs from you without it being like a, a sting or something along those lines. He's going to look past you to where he sees Richard in the, the driver's seat and Annika there. And back towards the noodle shop where you guys came out, I was like, what, uh, how can I turn your gray skies blue? Um, I don't know. I'm looking to maybe get a hit of Novacope. He'll look around. I could, uh, I know somebody that might be able to take care of you. How much are you looking for? Just, just some, uh, just one hit. Just, just feeling one. a little blue. Just one, you say? For you? Yeah. I know I could saunter up to you a little bit. Look, my dear, it pains me so to see you so downtrodden here. Let me, let me get you something to, to take care of that. And he'll open his coat a little bit and reach his other hand as he's looking down. Yeah. Um, and he'll bring out a little, I guess a packet of whatever super cocaine is, is sold in. And he'll kind of look to like take your hand as to, so that they don't see you handing, here is one bag of drugs to have at least a little bit of class or. He'll extend her hand out. Now, honey, I tell you what, this one's going to be on me because I just want to see a smile on your face. Uh, Mary Sue will not smile. She'll go, well, I mean, it's just really hard to smile right now. My friend, my friend Kat, she had an accident over here a couple days ago. You can see the wheels turning. Your friend, eh? Uh, well, I don't know what your friend has been telling you, but Anybody who looks as nice as you, I would remember doing business with. So whatever happened to her, I had nothing to do with it. I am a prideful businessman. Judge intent. Judge intent. Okay, I'll judge intent. So judgmental. Also, can I roll perception? I want to see if this guy's packing. Sure. Yeah, he is. So, oh, wait, you meant a gun. <laughs> <laughs> so with three successes on your judge intentions... He seems to be telling the truth in that he thinks that you said she had an accident and he's selling you drugs, so thinks that it's something about my friend got some bad drugs rather than the more colloquial term of accident. Okay, so after he's done talking, she'll, she'll say, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you are a fine businessman. Yeah, no, she had a, a motorcycle accident, got banged up pretty bad in the hospital. Don't really know if she'll be okay. And- don't know what happened, and nobody saw anything. Just a real sad situation. Do you want to to roll some kind of social dice to pry information from his cold dwarf hands? It's probably either con or... Con fast talking? Yeah. That okay. sounds appropriate. And he will prepare to, to see through your vile lies. So, three successes on perception? He is almost assuredly packing a gun. You don't really see it, but he is a man standing in a somewhat shady area with a jacket full of drugs. And it would be kind of crazy for either him to not have a gun or for there not to be some kind of associate of his that is lingering around that has some kind of firearm to make sure that nobody robs him for his drugs. Do I see that person with the perception test? You don't see anybody that he is working with. You don't get the idea that anybody's hanging around and kind of like, Keeping an eye, looking up and down the street, you don't notice that. So he is almost assuredly carrying a gun of some kind. As you can't see a telltale bulge or anything along those lines, it's probably no more than a white to maybe a heavy pistol. Okay. Four hits on Oser, can you help me? With four hits on his attempts to see through your evil, elfy lies, he'll kind of... Alright, look. I see where this is going. And I'm a businessman, as I mentioned. 
So in the business of doing business, and he'll kind of make a little, like, when people take their index and middle finger and their thumb when they make the, the money rubbing sign, insinuating, perhaps, that he would be happy to tell you for a little grease on his palm. Uh, give him 25 new yen. So he sees the donation pop up in his window, and he's like, all right. So yes, I uh, I was working the beat, as they say, the other night, and uh, yeah, I saw it went down. And he starts to kind of tell you more or less what you already know. He throws in a little bit more colorful metaphors about how the ancients are always running through here. The interesting part that he mentions is usually when a, a situation like that happens without any kind of gunfire or stuff like that, it's not... Occasionally, that's how they might do initiations or tests or settle some kind of disagreement. You know, somebody might get challenged to a race or something along those lines. Okay. So he's saying it was some kind of illegal street race. He is saying that it was more of a race than it was, like, them chasing after her to steal the bike. And then usually it's either, like, to settle some kind of disagreement, they would maybe race if some kind of bet they would do a race. Some of their initiations... For as big an organization as the Ancients are, they are still sort of technically a go-gang. So they enjoy racing, driving their bikes really fast, that kind of stuff. Okay. So um, at this point, Mary Sue's going to kind of stop and scrunch her face up and say, I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry. I, sh- I probably should have started this with introductions. You can call me MS, and you are? Yeah, uh, Lance. Well, hello, Lance. So, Lance, how does it work if, if they're doing a race and... And the person loses. Does the other racer get to keep the bike? Hell if I know. Depends upon what the deal was when they started. Hmm. So who would know? Do you do you have any contacts with? It's like, yeah, there's a there's a guy that I deal with occasionally every once in a while. He makes me pay him a little bit of money. Occasionally I get some products from him, but uh and then he's gonna kinda like rub his nose and that might uh that might cost you a little bit. Give him another twenty five. His shoulders will slump for a moment and be like, man. All right, you're lucky you're cute. So he goes by the name of Valentine. At that, she will smile. He goes by Valentine. So Valentine would know. Yeah, he's a he's an elf. He sort of works this area when he feels the need to strum up a little bit of extra cash. Occasionally I buy stuff from him. And she'll give a bigger smile and go, thank you, Lance. And thanks for the, the free hit. First one's always free. Your friends need anything? He kind of looks past you, eyes up, kind of pointing at him. Mary Sue will kind of get a sour look, shake her head, and go, no, not those two. So, you know, like, ah. Mary Sue will um, probably just, well, she'll look at him and say, well, nice meeting you, Lance, and uh, maybe I'll see you around the neighborhood again. Wouldn't be the worst part of my day. And she gives him a little wave and turns and walks back to the van. He'll crack out a cigarette as you walk away. So when I get back in the van, I'll take up my seat in the back and look at uh, Boss and RC. And well, uh, Lance, our my new friend, um, says it could have been a you know, kind of like an illegal street race, and uh, maybe it's possible that if she was in a race with the Ancients, maybe they have the bike since she lost. But uh, he gave me a name of a guy that kind of comes around here named Valentine that he might know more. So the bike might not be stolen. She may have lost it legitimately, and we're stealing it back, essentially. Is that what's happening? Well, I mean, we don't have to steal it back. Maybe we can get it back another way. We don't always have to resort to stealing. 
Do you have enough money to buy a hot pink road bike? I don't know. I don't yeah. got 8,000 new yen just kicking around. Yeah, I left another pair of pants at the house. I don't like it. I liked it better when we were legitimately getting someone's stolen bike back, but this is the deal we got. Boss, we don't know what the situation is. We still need to find out more information. We can't just leap to conclusions. Who's leaping? Let's just, uh, let's head to the hospital. We can get more information there. If, if it was a legitimate race, then I guess our little friend Catherine will know. And Mary Sue hides the Nova Coke she bought. She tries to make it so nobody knows that she bought it. Do you want to do like a palming roll or does you, do you people in the van not care that much that she has drugs? Oh, boss is watching like a hawk. So yeah, Arthur was probably like trying to look, but not look. <laughs> so with, with no hits on your, I totally don't have drugs, mom. Roll. We'll, we'll see where that takes you as you guys drive off towards the hospital. Back in the, the wonderful apartment that you guys have rented for the evening, Valerie and Michael, what are you guys up to? Well, I'm going to take a look at that burn that she's acquired from sticking her arm in the sunlight. How bad off is it, or has it already started to heal? It's not necessarily started to heal, but some blistering. You know, if you were to, to hit yourself with some, some sp- like a splash of oil, if you were frying something on the stove. You know, your skin turns red, and then a couple of little spots might pop up with little blood, with little blisters. So nothing major. No, nothing major. It's like, oh, damn, that's hot. Hold on. You snap your hand back. All right. So not going to have to worry about healing to get that looked at. Is it, it, so it's still daylight out, correct? Lunch-ish time. I mean, I, technically you would take a moment at with the, the med kit that you guys stole from the ambulance to like wrap some gauze around it, just because that's the smart thing to do with burns. Yeah, I'll do that with the, the first aid that I have. Nothing major, nothing complex, just to not provoke the problem. Yeah, it's just a, a set dressing dressing because she didn't actually take yeah. any damage. So, Val, what, what, what can you do from here to help them try to find this, this bike? I mean, all of my skills are, like, everything I know how to do is in the Matrix. Since we, uh, since we know that Maybe the ancients had something to do with it. I can kind of start looking into them. Um, I mean, I could also potentially call this, this butler guy, this Clarence and see if, um, see if he has any information that could help us out. I mean, I'm, I'm, uh, Val's kind of like at a loss for words. Like, the shock has kind of started wearing off for her and she's starting to realize the enormity of the situation. So she's kind of sitting in her chair, kind of like staring blankly towards her deck. And even as like Michael does the set dressing wrapping for her arm, like she's just like zoned out, kind of not even realizing that he's doing it. Okay, Val, so you have contact with the other guys, right? You can still talk to them? Yeah, I can, I can get a hold of them. Alright. Uh, he, Michael walks over and grabs the deck and walks back to you and sets it in your lap. Let's get in touch with them and find out what's going on. I mean, they've been gone for a while. I mean, so I, I just, I'm not comfortable with that. I need to know what's, what's happening. It's better to do something than nothing. I suppose I, you're you're right. You're 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 100 percent right, and 
Val will call up Boz and uh, basically kind of put her on speaker so Michael can hear it as well. Ask Boz, uh, what's what's going on out there? Are you guys are you guys okay? Oh, hey, sunshine. Uh, yeah, we're good. We got lunch. Yeah, we're trying to get some drugs too. Oh yeah, we definitely bought some drugs. And Boss kind of gives Mary Sue a look. So what Wait, you got? What? Why are you guys buying drugs? Hey, are you guys bringing food back? We didn't get enough food for everybody. But hey, I'll tell you what, we'll bring something back for you. But look, we, we, we checked out the spot. We found out some stuff. We had some leads, but we're not really much farther ahead than when we started. Okay, well, you, do you got anything that I can, that I can work on that I can try to help you guys out with? Anything for me and Michael to, to do? Uh, yeah, hold on. I'll give you to Mary Sue. She hands Mary Sue her, her comlink. Boss is not a talker. Yeah. yeah. What do you need? Boss, be careful. She may throw it out the window. <laughs> uh, I'm, I, I'm boss said that you had had in you had gotten some more information what's um what's going on what did you oh. guys find out um yeah apparently um there's a chance it could have been an illegal street race and uh if she lost then as the loser i guess the ancients would get her bike so they may have it so you might i don't know find out how illegal street racing works also, if you can find some guy known as Valentine, probably a drug supplier of some sort, I I guess that's what Lance made him out to be anyway. He might who? know some Valentine? He might no. know something. Who, who who's Lance? Lance is a a little entrepreneurial dwarf. It's Mary Sue's new drug dealer. I didn't buy drugs, boss. Sure looked like it. Of course, a little like it. That was the point. She had to look like she was buying drugs. If you can't go, hello, Mr. Drug Dealer, please tell me information. You got to be more smooth, boss. I bought the information. So, not to mention, I bought the noodles. So, yeah, she I'm got noodles. She got the information. What else do you want? Exactly. I think I'm doing a lot. Anyway, Val, Lance says there's a guy named Valentine in the area buys drugs from him. He may know something more. So I guess Illegal Street Racing and Valentine are our new leads? Mary kind of shrugs, like, I don't know. Okay, well, I will see what I can find on this Valentine guy and, um, I guess research Illegal Street Racing? Look, if you can find out where the ancients are holed up, that would also be really helpful. Yeah, I should be able to do that. Hey, Valerie, what, what, what would they call you if you went to work for the cops? I just I just thought of this. A creature <sighs> of the night errant. Because you're a vampire. Percy, really? just, just stop. <laughs> just stop. <laughs> oh, come on. Yeah, Valerie's going to hang up the phone. Tough crowd. Yeah, Mary Sue's just yeah. in the back shaking her head. Boss holds her hand out, waiting for the, the comlink to be returned to her. She'll hand it back to you. To the hospital? Indeed. Capital idea there. Capital idea. So I will drive us to the hospital. Did Valerie and Michael want to do anything else real quick? or My plan, or Val's plan, was to start the Googling or over the horizon search. So what would you like to, to Google? 
I would like to see if there's any known information or Val would like to see if there's any known information about the ancients in terms of like where their territory is and like do they have a headquarters I'm like do they have their own webpage I don't know how gangs work I mean they might recruitment efforts and all that jazz check the dark web what duration search are you going to be doing She's going to be doing a limited interest, not publicized, so it's a 30-minute search, but she's going to be using Browse to speed that up a little bit, so it should only take her about 15 minutes. And the entire time that she is doing this search, she'll be looking at her her deck, and like every once in a while she'll like look up and just like stare at Michael very quizzically, and then like shake her head and look back down, and she seems distracted. Is she looking at Michael for anything in particular? She's looking at the funky colors, is what she's looking at. Sure. Val, what's what's wrong? Why why do you keep looking at me funny? You're not getting hungry again, are you? <laughs> no, 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 Michael. I'm I'm fine. It's just this is um this is gonna sound weird. Um, you're 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 glowing. You you didn't use to glow before and then she kind of like gestured towards her teeth you didn't do this when we were back at paradynamics and it's it's <laughs> it's very strange i'm i'm glow when did when did this start happening what did you am i the only thing that glows no everybody glow like it's very it's weird everybody um Everybody, it has like, like, like they have colors around them and it keeps changing. And I don't, I have no clue what this is. I mean, I've been to the craziest places in the Matrix and I've never seen anything like this. It's not AR. It's not, it's not anything I'm familiar with. And I just, I, I don't understand why you guys are, are glowing. My kind of dawn of understanding kind of comes over him as he, pulls up a seat well from what i understand and the research that i've done people with that have contracted the virus who become into your state become how should i say astrally active so what you're actually seeing is the astral persona of said individuals Whatever colors you may end up interpreting or variations thereof directly relate to their emotional state, their mental state, what they're doing. Okay, so I can now see how people are feeling? Uh, yeah, yeah, to a degree. Um, it, it's all going to be open to your, your own interpretation as to how, you know, what colors match what? So, I mean, you're, that's a good question. Hey, so are you, are you still able to, to, to work with the, the matrix and everything that you were saying earlier? Does that display any colors for you? There's a point of curiosity here. I mean, all the stuff dealing with the matrix looks like dead and gray and they're like, it's very just like, she kind of shrugs her, her shoulders and is like struggling to come up with a word for it. Okay, well that that that's fine. That's fine. It's an it's it's an unsequitur. It's understandable. There's no life. There's no essence to the matrix. So yeah, I was just point of curiosity. Back to the original conversation, the astral. You're going to be able to see 
people see things that you wouldn't normally see. Um, astral entities, you will be able to see you're going to be astral, what's called considered astrally active. It doesn't so, necessarily mean you can interact with it, but you're going to be there. So what's the, uh, what's the thing above your head? My horns? There was, I mean, it's, it's, it's gone now, but when the guys were at the door and you were in the room, there was, you had like this weird bubble around you. Okay. That was the magical energies that I was using to make myself invisible. You could still see me because when I, when I activate my magic like that, it doesn't stop my astral persona from being there. It just blocks, I guess you could say it just makes it so that people's eyes can't see me and the technology can't really see me. That is weird. I'm not going to lie. That's magic. So a couple of minutes will go by as they're Googling and chit-chatting and that kind of stuff. Are you guys bringing the drones and things with you, or did you leave them somewhere else? We're probably in the van, right? Yeah, probably the back of the van. If we had, cause I only have Vaz, me, and, uh, and Mary Sue. So I could probably fit the drones with the back. I know I know I would have the fly spots with me. And I can't imagine leaving Ricky and Bobby in the apartment. No, showing that. They're, they're in the van. Anyway, so off to the hospital. Is that what we're doing? Probably already there by now. I just wanted to establish whether or not the drones were with you. Because, you know, who knows? That might become important. Yeah, I figured that we're probably fine. <laughs> I, figured, I figured that while they were doing Googling and, and having heart-to-heart conversations, we were probably driving to the hospital. So we're probably there now. Yep, that's conveniently what the screen swipe is. As always, thank you guys for listening. You are the reason that we continue to to do this. But it is now time for the legal stuff. The Tops Company Inc. has sole ownership of the names, logos, artwork, marks, photographs, sounds, audio, video, and or any other proprietary material used in connection with the game Shadowrun. The Tops Company Inc. has granted permission to the Without a Net podcast to use such names, logos, artwork, marks, and or other proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with the Without a Net podcast in any official capacity whatsoever.